Big Dog Ball Talk, Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, back recapping the latest week of NBA action. It's uh, It's been a wild one. We've gotten three conference finals games. All of them, I would say, have lived up to the hype, Jordan, oh, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Uh, it's It's been a, uh, a, a crazy back and forth uh, week, a lot of action, but uh, not a, a, a ton of... Uh, competitiveness yet as far as it comes from the the winners the the final outcomes of these games uh we are still very early on here jordan but i mean initially jordan we, we were so excited we were so uh hyped up for this to the conference finals to start kicking off uh-huh. so far it's very early very early goings have they lived up to the hype for you just just to the beginning just uh to get your uh your toes wet yes they have matt um yeah we were everyone was like yeah this is cool this is a rematch of the bubble I think that is cool. Just cut, you know, whenever you get a little, any sort of rematch is fun to see how it plays out. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, and the, the the Heat and the Celtics back yeah, to back yeah, years yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah, for them, even more recent. Um, yeah, I, I I really like the matchups. It's interesting, and it's just it's really amazing basketball being played. I do think these are the fourth best, the four best teams. Um, you know, I think they all deserve to have made it this far. Like you look at. You look over in the East, everyone expected it to be Milwaukee and the Celtics. But honestly, watching the the Heat sort of pick them apart and like how Jimmy Butler can like, you know, he, he can play make, he can go and score, he can and do all this stuff. It's like, I'd rather watch, honestly, the Heat's offense than the fucking Bucks offense mm-hmm. uh, that they put together in the playoffs, which is uh, kind of... You know, even though they, you know, they everybody's shooting, Giannis just run your ass. Yeah, they, they won the title with it. I'm not taking away, anything away from it, but it is, it is, you know, Bud's Milwaukee Bucks playoff offense has looked a little, uh, you know, patchy before. So I think, uh, you know, overall, and you know, when you're going out west, you know, we're gonna get into the Lakers Denver game from last night, but like it's just there's just beautiful basketball being played, mm-hmm. and uh, that's all you can ask for. It's high level. It's great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I was actually thinking about it as well. This is exactly like, like I, I and across all sports, I think I just I need to get this whole seeding thing out of my head uh, yeah. with that, how close all and how competitive all these teams are. The parity of it all has made a, a seeding almost irrelevant besides the fact that you'll get more home yeah. court. Uh, so many upsets, so many crazy Cinderella runs. Uh, and there's definitely something in the air of the, you know, Miami, Fort Lauderdale area. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to get into that uh, in a little bit uh, here. But first, let's kick it on the West Coast, baby. Uh, Denver Nuggets defending home court 2-0 over the Lakers. Two back-to-back, you know, thrilling games. Games that went down to the wire. You weren't sure how it was going to end up going. Comebacks here, comebacks there. Uh, But in the end, Denver reigns supreme both times they've played so far. Uh, Huge, huge boost to take care of uh, business at home court. Yet uh, here we are, uh, you know, the Lakers still... Still, I still believe in them, Jordan. You know, I took them in six. I still think this is possible. Uh, but obviously, this game three is uh, its now essentially a do or die for the Lakers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, after what you've seen through games one and two, Jordan, I mean, how confident do you feel that the Lakers can extend this series a little bit? I know you took the Nuggets, uh, you know, before we uh, before game yeah. one. But uh, do you think the Lakers can make this competitive? Or do you kind of see the, the Nuggets maybe uh, shortening this one up four or five games? Yeah, I... We'll see what type of fight the Lakers show uh, when they go back home because, like, this is the first, this is the, you know, last night's game was the first time I'm looking at them and I'm like, you know, Denver's really making the Lakers sort of remember that they're, you know, talking about seeding, that they are a seventh seed, like that the the Nuggets are are, are the best team in the West for a reason, you know, record-wise at least, Um, and that, you know, the, the Lakers, like, they... They they kept you know sort of scraping through like every round that they won, um you know uh, when they who the hell did they play in the first round again? Who's the sorry the Denver the no the, the Lakers who did they play in the first round? Come on man, who are you talking about? Uh, Jaw Wick. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Fuck. I I oh my god. I can't believe. Wow, this has been a crazy fucking playoffs. I I still anyway. I was like. Did they, did they not play the Grizzlies in the second round? But yeah, no. Grizzlies <laughs> no, were out in the first fucking round. Well done, uh, well yep. done, guys. Um, but yeah, when, you know, when they get, get through the Grizzlies and then and then the Warriors, like the 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 level of play keeps going up, you know, in terms of who the Lakers have to play. Um, and I just think, you know, you're looking at it and it's like at the end of this game, you're you're, you're hoping Austin Daddy Austin Reeves can bring you home here because mm-hmm. you know, yep. you've got LeBron James and Anthony Davis, but 
LeBron, man, he, I, I think LeBron had a great game as a facilitator. He had the ball in his hands a lot of the time. He was sort of the quasi point guard, uh, you know, running pick mm-hmm. and roll. He had those 10, assi- 10 assists, nine rebounds. But, you know, he missed all all six of his three-point shots. Like, he, he he's so up and down yeah. when it comes to that. And when he hits a couple, it's like and, a miracle. Uh, and he had the uh, the awesome sequence where he first missed a wide open. He smoked the yes. layup right off the front of the rim. I don't think he knew where yeah. he was. And then follows it up with the fast break uh, dunk. But, oh, banana yeah. peel. It's out yeah. of here. Uh, yeah, he maybe more chalk in the, the, the warm-ups there. I know. Uh, shout out to, to, to Mikel Hamilton for that <laughs> one. Uh, it's a, it's a, a, a great call-out. But, yeah, it's uh, LeBron definitely... Did, he he wasn't uh, he wasn't putting his focus in the scoring department. Let's just say that uh, in this one, but yeah. uh, maybe that would have been a little bit better for the Lakers had he uh, decided to put his head down and just go at uh, MPJ, who was already in foul. Yeah, court. yeah, and so like you you've got you know at, at the end of these close games, like like I uh, yeah, I think in the the first two rounds they were able to sort of like when you look back on it, Memphis and and Golden State were kind of flawed teams. And especially looking back on Golden State, like they had their own issues that, that they were dealing with. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. really only had one guy that they had to lock down. But um, yeah, like the, the, the level of competition now, it's just, it really will be, you know, it's either going to be sort of Denver sort of continuing what they're doing, sort of picking apart the Lakers' defense, or if the Lakers are going to win a game, they really do need, you know, they, they, they need Anthony Davis to have a game like he had in game one, uh, which was which was fantastic. Um, and, and then, yeah, they need Austin Reeves uh, or, you know, someone like that, uh, one of these other guys, uh, to to bring it home. And I, I don't know, I just, last night I was watching, and I'm like, oh, yeah, the Lakers, this is the, the Lakers team that started 2-10. and 10. You know, I know they're very different. Yeah. I know they're very different. But th- th- this still doesn't, like, if this team legitimately won a championship, like that would be a little strange. Like if we think about the roster that they have, like again, LeBron James and AD, that's, that's two of the best, you know, uh, players that we have in this league and, you know, LeBron included Mm -hmm. still, Mm but I don't know. Last night I was looking at it. I'm like, it's going to be tough for these guys. So going back to to LA, I, I, I I expect them, you know, to, to throw everything at the nuggets. I I wouldn't be surprised at all if they won game three. Um, But I picked, I picked Denver in five, I still think that's that's pretty pretty reasonable. I think um, maybe the Lakers can, you know, the Lakers have been tough at home. Maybe they can win them win them both and tie it up, and and then you know mm-hmm. it'll get more interesting here. But I just think, you know, that the Lakers were confident after Game One. They made that little comeback to get back in the game. Darvin Ham's comments really pissed off Mike Malone, and <laughs> uh, you know about and, uh... throwing someone other than Anthony Davis on on Jokic and I. And I, I had to agree with, uh, you know, the the Nuggets perspective on that. I'm like, really? That's that's the big adjustment. You know, we're, we're not going to defend Jokic with with AD as our primary guy. I mean, yeah, that sim- seems like the simple next sort of go to step. But I, I, I didn't think it would work. And, and, and last night, yeah, you get, you know, a little a little more tame of a, a Jokic scoring game. Um, but my God, like he just. He, he, like he, he still had 12 assists he's, still like, he dominant. Just, he's so dominant he yeah. just and, and on the boards as well obviously um but like he just everyone's going to talk about Jamal Murray uh you know at the, in that fourth quarter there where he went off and that's true but it's all coming you know sort of from Jokic actions like whether it's a pick and roll or him sort of doing these little handoffs and then he knows you know when all that attention is 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 going towards Murray to just sort of flip the ball back to Michael Porter Jr. at the top of the you know three point arc for him to hit one there in the in the fourth quarter like Jokic is just he's just masterful and the 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 Lakers uh, you know as as good as their defense is they, they just can't stop him from from you know finding good shots for the Nuggets offense and then yeah I just. On the other side of it, man, they, they, the, the, the Lakers as a closing offensive team, um, I'm going to be honest, like a lot of LeBron teams, unless you have that really good sidekick, it's kind of hard to yeah. uh, to do that down the stretch. Um, you'd like to see the ball go yeah, to Anthony real. Davis a bit more, but he had now one of his yeah. down games. He's just the Anthony Davis you can't, experience. He's, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Very similar to James Harden. I mean, like this guy had a, it was a dog shit game, horrible game. Uh, he looked, uh, looked brutal, looked like, uh, he was ready to fake an injury and, uh, you know, go hit Cancun or something. Yeah. I don't know, but it's, uh, like he, and there's two big things that I, I've noticed from this that, you know, could actually pretty much be the dictation of how this, uh, the series goes. First off, you know, we, we've already kind of established this, which is 
sad because he was supposed to be this amazing defensive presence uh, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But Anthony Davis can't guard Jokic straight up. He no. can only come across and get a help side yeah. block because Jokic has a two-inch yeah, vertical. Yeah, That's yeah. great. Good job, uh, AD. You, you, we'll give you the medal for that <laughs> one. But uh, when it comes to the actual, when AD's got the ball in his hands, he can't score on Jokic. Yeah. Jokic isn't like an amazing defender, but he knows how to be physical and hold his uh, stance down low in the yeah. paint. And Anthony Davis can't compete with yeah. that. He seriously jumps, flails, does whatever he can to you know get like some kind of a foul call or whatever the hell he needs to get the job done. I mean, uh, most of his points, you know, nine of them, uh, nine of his fourteen uh, coming from the free throw line. That he was more than happy to just settle with yeah. that. Uh, but it's weird because you know in a game like this. Uh, through the first, I don't know, uh, three quarters and uh, eight minutes, he was pretty much allergic to the jump shot. And I'm just talking, you know, an elbow jumper, something yeah. like that, you know, post up, uh, you know, do something, take a page out of Joel Embiid's book. I don't know. There was a lot of things that, you know, Anthony Davis could use to his advantage. Uh, and I don't know if this is maybe a Darvin Ham decision or if this is a Anthony Davis not wanting to just put the ball in his hands and be that primary scorer. But that's how you're going to be able to score yes. against uh, this Nuggets team if you're Anthony Davis, is stretching it out a little bit. But then he says, actually, you know what? My, I, I dropped my three-point rating, uh, and I dropped my, uh, my, my three-point attempts uh, this season uh, pretty much to zero. Yeah. This is, you know what? This is the best time to bring out three threes uh, <laughs> down the one. stretch of the game. And, yeah, well, that's the thing. He hit that one, and then after he was like, oh, I, I'm Steph. I can hit every single three. And then he takes two three-pointers down the stretch of that last couple minutes, and they almost had that comeback yeah. again uh, to, to bring them, uh, you know, maybe even to overtime, if, if not, uh, you know, kind of get them that win. Uh, and he bricks yeah. both of them. And I saw him take the second one, and I thought, okay, this is the way too early for a heat check, but yeah. I guess if you don't shoot threes, one three is good enough for a heat yeah. check. Uh <laughs> And then he takes the third one, and I just was like, whatever. Like, you're open, but this is – you can't be taking this kind of shot. This isn't the bubble where you're going to hit the the, the, the the buzzer beater, Anthony yeah. Davis. Uh, so I, I think that that's my biggest glaring issue is AD has to actually be the second-best player. Uh, like you said, Austin Reeves was actually pretty great in this game, scoring oh, the ball. he was good. It's just, uh, you know, they, they needed even more from him. Yeah, yeah. I, and, I mean, he's he's doing what he can with yeah. his kind of limited athleticism. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's he's shooting the ball with confidence, which, you know what, at the end of the day, if uh, even if you're going to go 0 for 5, if you shoot that shit and you're not hesitating, yeah. I'm going to be happy with it as, uh, as long as it's a good luck. Uh, and then you even have Rui Hachimura Great dropping game. 21. He was 8 for 8 at one point, you know, finished 8 for 10. Maybe that was uh, where the Lakers all went downhill. They saw him miss a shot, and then the, the wind was out of their sails. But... They had great supporting cast like evenings, but the problem is then their guys who are given a lot more responsibility on the offensive end kind of drop the ball. D'Lo once again three for eight shooting, ten points. Uh, this isn't uh, you know this, like of all the series where I thought you know maybe D'Lo can actually be an impact player. Uh, you're not playing an amazing perimeter defensive team, yeah. uh, and here we are struggling to score. And he like now he's also like. The, the broadcast team was just to love it. Oh, yeah, D'Lo's going to come back and show Bruce Brown, uh, you know, what he's uh, well, well, what he's made of. Oh, you didn't want to poke the bear. Sure. And it's like Bruce Brown knew exactly what he's doing because he's not afraid of D'Lo because D'Lo <laughs> yes. sucks. Like there's nothing like like D'Lo will have one good game every 10, 12 games. Uh, and then, you know, you're trying to bring in the fact that, one, my boy Brucey B, Bruce Brown, is uh, one of the best players in this freaking series. Yep. Uh, you know, I've been uh, been showing that guy love uh, since his Brooklyn Net days, and uh, maybe maybe if you go back, maybe uh, there's, there's probably some unrecorded podcasts. Uh, you know, just word of mouth podcast. Yeah. Uh, you know, even his Pistons days, I think I was into this yeah. guy. Uh, but he had a great game too, and that's kind of more of what the Lakers need. Like they need guys like Bruce Brown, even uh, you know, like. He only played four minutes, but Christian Brown comes in there and he he gets the job done. He, he plays his yep. role. He knows what he's doing. He's not trying to do too much. Uh, the the only person on the Nuggets side that I really found to be kind of a glaring, you know, maybe get this guy off the court. I mean, KCP didn't hit his jump shots, uh, but you know, he he was still playing decent yes. defense. Aaron Gordon might be getting played out of this series. He's pretty much a fifth body just going out there for cardio. I didn't see much of anything from him offensively. I didn't see him much from the defensive side of things. Uh, I, I really do think that the Lakers are a tough matchup for a, a guy that loves to kind of uh, dwell in the dunker spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, it, moving forward, I, I don't know. Maybe they want to keep going small and uh, keep riding with Bruce Brown. I don't know. But uh, this is a uh, another thing to look at. Like the, the, the Nuggets might not want to make adjustments since they've been winning, but 
They've been winning thin, so I don't know if they want to uh, keep rolling with the exact personnel they've got. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, Gordon, like he, he's still got the third most minutes, you know, behind Murray and Jokic. Like I think, yeah, I think they 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 need him out there for the you know the defense that he provides um, in in theory. But yeah, he's he's been rough offensively. Uh, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get easy sort of dump off uh, you know buckets against the Lakers. They're they're too good inside mm-hmm. defensively. Like he's got to start hitting some 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 threes. Like he might as well stand out there in the corner, uh, especially if they're gonna you know if if uh, uh, AD is gonna spend a lot of time on him. Like get him away from the basket a, a little bit and and yeah. just hit some corner threes. And he can do that. Um, like I think you know that th- that'll be a, a a fairly easy adjustment if they want to try that out um but yeah if he's going to go cold then yeah go with Bruce Brown i mean these like honestly i'm not really even worried that much about the denver defense cuz i don't think the lakers offense is good enough to uh outscore what denver can do on a consistent basis like i think it's that that's mm-hmm. that's really why they why they've won these two games um like and again, I, I just I, I really want to hammer this down because it, it is crazy when you think about it. So let me get it through your fucking head. The Lakers listen to Fleagle right now. The Lakers have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I'm going to read you the rest of the guys that they played in game two. Okay, Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, Rui Hachimura, Dennis Schroeder, and Lonnie Walker. Who sucks? Like, is that is that really good enough? Can we can we look at ourselves and say that that's good enough? I. I I don't know. I don't know what's good. Enough I know anymore, it's man. hard. This uh, it's it's tough and to look, tell. Like, Austin they, they, Reeves. I, 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 I'm talking about him as if he's just like Austin Reeves. Matt, I think you. I think someone is going to pay him probably more than you and I both think. Like he, he'll get he'll get hundred million dollars uh, from but Charlotte. Look what he's or something. doing. He's Piece actually like he was. He was. He, he, I mean, he was their leading scorer last night, tied with LeBron uh, in a Western Conference final game. Hit five threes. I'm not taking anything away. So you know what? I'm going to include him in that top three. That's the big three. AD, LeBron, and Austin Reeves. Genuinely. Hey, you know, the, the, the crazy thing, you know, I think it's actually their big <laughs> yeah. three. But I just want to put this out there. Like, I mean, he was he had a couple decent regular season games uh, toward the end of the year. This is pretty much like a Duncan Robinson, yeah. Matt Dellavedova. Like, yes. Uh, you know, we, we see guys like this catch fire in the playoffs. Uh, Rui Hachimura, like, uh, I mean, Rui, Rui, I'll say this. And this is just a brief little tangent off the side of that. Austin Reeves not going to be worth the money. I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm saying it like it is. Don't think he's going to develop into anything special. I mean, he 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 could be a great scorer, maybe even a six man scoring. I don't know, but he's not quite athletic enough to cut it as a primary scorer in the NBA. So I mean, why the fuck would you pay a, a third yeah. a third scoring option a hundred million? Uh, if you're going to look at a guy that you want to overpay, at least Rui Hachimura, he's got the tool set, the natural yeah, gift to actually so be a, a, an elite player. Yeah. And I mean, he was looked at as you know a potential top prospect yep. coming into the NBA. So maybe now in LA, there's just something clicking for him. I don't know, but I'm just saying, uh, if anyone's looking to spend a bunch of money on a, a role player, then I mean, you might as well just overpay Rui. That's my yeah, opinion. Though. Yeah, but my my big point with those guys below uh, AD and LeBron is that none of them have legit playoff experience. Like none of these guys are at all, uh, you know, sort of know yep. what to do in these big spots. Yeah, you're you're all sort of uh, you're relying on LeBron to sort of you know carry that load for you in terms of the the experience factor, but like literally none of these guys uh, have done anything at all, and even even fucking Anthony Davis hasn't done anything really. He hasn't gone deep without LeBron before, really. He you know I'm I'm not gonna mm-hmm. you know uh, nitpick with him. Like he's got his fair share of experience, but but like um yeah the, the, like the the I just think the Lakers now up against this team just really need uh you know one more sort of veteran guy in there who 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 you can actually rely on that they just don't have and i think i think you can sort of see that lebron sees that like towards the end of this game like he need this was my thing too like they really needed him uh more than they needed him in the the last two series and i just think already he's close to exhaustion level like the amount he has to because yeah. this is this is high level shit like this is high intensity 48 minutes this is not like you know you're not going to get anything no easy and you're not going to get time to just rest like lebron did in the regular season and uh, let's be honest through some of the first uh you know the games of the first couple rounds like uh the, he's just downloading information well, yeah oh my god i mean i do expect them to win game three i really do because these games have been close mm-hmm. and i think the lakers or the the, the nuggets have their own sort of issues in terms of uh you know re- re- really 
taking hold of a game and and not letting another team in it by giving up these big scoring runs because the the Denver defense still is is nothing special at all. Jokic still does mm-hmm. let guys kind of walk to the rim. That's the thing with Jokic. It's kind of like the opposite of AD. Like or yeah, AD. Like you want him sort of roaming and being able to sort of. Uh, come over for those weak side blocks, those weak side helping sort of situations. Whereas you want Jokic on the guy who has the ball. If you feed it to someone else coming yeah. in there, he's just going to look at it, sort of put his arm up, and that's a layup that goes in every time. That That's all the fucking highlight clips of these other guys swooping in. Like, he's not going to do that. And, and you know, maybe he's just not capable of it. He can't really jump. He's At least he's not putting putting himself out of position for rebounds and isn't, you know, going over and fouling guys. But still, it's it's easy when, when, once the Lakers do get into the paint um, to, to, to sort of score there. So I can, I can see them doing it. They, they just need, I don't know. They, they need LeBron to hit some jump shots. Um, they need Anthony Davis to have another monster game. You know, he's going to have to like, I don't think the Lakers can win a game in this series when, if Anthony Davis doesn't have 25 points or more, uh, I would be, I'd be yeah, pretty, yeah. I'd be pretty shocked. Cause that, that means you'd need some of these other guys to really, really show up for you in a big way, which they've continually done. But my God, like the, the, I, I don't know. I don't know how long you can you can sort of count on that sort of patch together stuff from 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 one of these other guys. So it's you know it's, yeah. it's like we said at the beginning. It's got to be AD at least matching Jokic or or at times outplaying him. Um, but but man, this this Nuggets offense is no joke. It's it's just it's it's no. it's crazy. And they weren't even that good last night. I mean, uh, obviously Murray had his best game in in quite some time. Jokic had a good game, but outside of that, best game since game one, yeah. man. K Town represent. But outside of that, you know, I think they can do they can do even better. Their bench really didn't give them anything other than Brown. So, you know, we'll uh, mm. we'll see. We'll see. But I like I like Nuggets in five still. But, you know, I'm I'm not putting it past the Lakers. They've shown fight uh, you know, all playoffs long and and have been mm-hmm. better than people have thought. So we'll see. Well, it's going to be a uh, a dramatic finish uh, down the stretch of this, uh, and we'll be back. Uh, I guess we'll we'll tease that a little bit later, but uh, we will be back, not coming uh, back to, to preview. Uh, you know that yeah, this is it. Uh, we're, we're we're calling it quits. <laughs> Conference finals. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, the uh, well, we'll be back uh, recapping Game Three uh, as soon as that goes down over the weekend. But uh, let's move our attention now to the East Coast, Miami Heat. Upset victory. Tell me if you've heard that before. Uh, over the Boston Celtics. Game one in TD Garden. Uh, a, a crazy, crazy final outcome of this game. Uh, you know, it looked like the Celtics were going to cruise to the, the game one win, uh, which, you know, I don't think anybody really was going to say wasn't predictable. Uh, everything was seemed to be going their way. But there's just something about this Miami Heat team that won't let them die. They won't stop. They've got that dog in them. They've got that fight in them. They just won't quit. No matter what the score is, they keep going out there and they keep hustling. Uh, and lo and behold, Jimmy Butler puts up another amazing performance, 35, 5, and 7. Uh, you know, a- Another guy you guys may have heard us mention before, Kyle Lowry off the bench, uh, 50% shooting, 15, 3, and 3. Mm-hmm. And then also another guy that needs to be shouted out. I mean, uh, Bam also had 28 and yeah. 5. You know, great, uh, great, great stat reading here. But, I mean... He didn't win them the game by any means, uh, but I do think that and, and, you know there's the talk has been you know going around about reinserting him into the starting lineup. But uh, you know Caleb Martin, Oof. if we're talking about role players, role players that need to step up throughout the playoffs, he has been amazing. He has really you know kind of shut me up. Uh, you know earlier in the season, I you know I like to clown him, but in the playoffs, he's been amazing. Great defense, great hustle, uh, putting his body out there on the line when he needs to, and uh, you know. Still using his athleticism well to get to the rim, shooting the ball uh, with efficiency. Not much more you can ask for. Uh, but then when you kind of look over at the Celtics, oh man, you know they're <laughs> running that tight, tight eight-man lineup. But even then, it's just like, where's the, where's the beef? Where's the beef in this lineup? And uh, it's really nowhere to be found. I mean, Al Horford, this was a, a rough game around the edges I'm for telling him. Telling you, uh, you Bam know, uh, is too much for him, man. He can do, and yeah. he looks great, but something about Bam, it's uh, it doesn't work. Well, and here's the thing: you have too much, too much restriction on Time Lord. That's what I'm going to peg this one up to, Time Lord. I don't know how healthy you really are. I don't know how that knee's feeling, but you're going to have to t- duct tape it together or something because uh, we they need you out there. And and Robert Williams actually had a pretty great yeah. game uh, o- overall, but he just wasn't able to be out there as much as he would like. You know, only 25 minutes from your starting uh, center. That's that's not going to really cut it, especially when your starting center has you know. 
perfect percentage from yep. the field. Uh, you know, a, a lot of those just being dunked. Uh, but either way, I mean, if you can score on, uh, you know, this Miami Heat team, if you can find ways into the lane, because I actually think that, you know, Bam, Bam is too much for Al Horford to handle, but Robert Williams is a dog. Like he's too much for Bam to handle at times. So I think that maybe they need to. I'm, I'm not saying drop any plays uh, specifically for him, but I mean, uh, you know, maybe maybe get him in the pick and roll a little bit uh, because you know you've got those uh, that that two headed monster out there. Uh, and uh, at the end of the day, I guess this kind of trails back to my main point, my biggest center focus that I want to talk about in this game. Do you think that Joe Missoula could possibly cost the Celtics this entire playoff run? Because he is really starting to show his inexperience at the at the helm of this, and you know he's the youngest head coach right now in the yeah. NBA, and he has made some asinine uh, choices throughout the whole postseason, even the regular season. He just doesn't seem like he knows all the rules. Like I think he needs to <laughs> well, he needs to stop watching whatever yeah, that fucking movie is, say. the the town. Wait. Four Have times a week that? and start just reading the. No, I don't even know what I this movie seen is. It either. Now I really want to watch it. It's apparently a, a heist movie in Boston. They got fucking. They have at one point they put nun masks on. Uh, we should mm, watch this, but I mean, yeah, or recreate or, or, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, never. Let's talk about that off camera. But uh, I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. If anyone else is interested in a cool social gathering <laughs> in the Massachusetts yeah. area, uh, DM us. Um, but yeah, uh, to answer your question, Matt, yes, I do. And I thought I thought that might be what uh, would maybe uh, get them not even past the second round uh, against the Sixers, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. they did in the end. Almost but yeah, happened. Almost didn't. I think that's more about the, the Sixers sucking in game six than, uh, uh, you know, yeah. anything, you know, Joe Missoula did. Like, I, I that, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not going to pretend that I'm, you know, Joe Missoula's. Uh, gonna coach a basketball team better than me obviously but the timeouts thing has uh, you know mm-hmm. we, we've already gone over that y- you can see it, it like you can see what good coaches do and you can see what the bad coaches do everyone's pointing it out that that the the run in the freaking um uh i think it was in the fourth when the the celtics were trying to come back after the the uh the the heat just scored fucking Started 46 to take it over. points yep. in the third quarter uh and went ahead uh, you know, the, 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 the Celtics scored a few quick buckets. The crowd was starting to get it back into it. And Eric Spolstra calls a quick timeout. Like, I know it's like a boring yep. thing. It's like, yeah, everyone does it, whatever. I know Joe Missoula, maybe you're trying to be different. You're trying to, you know, whatever. I know. Yeah. Like Phil Jackson famously would not call timeouts. Just let his teams go through it and go through it and go through it. And I, like, so, you know, there, and again, like we talked about, there's some value in it. I get it. And I like it done sometimes, but it's just. In these high-level games when every possession matters and, and the momentum really matters and you know your team, especially when you know your team has a tendency of sort of playing badly for long stretches, like turning it over again and again and not really playing the defense that they've shown. Like, just call a timeout to see if it'll sort of, you know, get everybody's heads back sort of in check. And I, I just don't get why it's ha- how he keeps doing it when it's happened so many times when it's kind of gone badly for them in these playoffs. Yeah. Um, so there's that thing, but then why are you playing Peyton Pritchard? Why are you playing Mr. Zero points? Uh, you know, Oh, for two only took two, took two threes. Chicken, chicken, some shade. And just, you know, he, he has one assist. He plays 12 minutes, mostly just running around yeah. out there. And it's just someone that the heat mm-hmm. can pick on. Like it made no sense to me. And still, where is Grant Williams? Why aren't you playing him? Like I said, where's the wh- beef? Where's the beef? You can't just have Al Horford and uh, Robert Williams as your only real bigs the whole the whole series. That's not going to work. Not. And 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 that's the the issue with with Joe Mazzulla a little bit here too is like he he's just all about this sort of you know I think he could play he would play five guards if he could because he just wants this you know spacing and you know whipping the ball around and shooting yeah. the threes that that that's always been his thing. But it's like the Heat are big and they're physical. And they're 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 going to come down, and you know if you have any weak link, Jimmy's going to find him, uh, you know, or Kyle Lowry's going to put him in an action, uh, and 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 it was just when they were scoring those uh, forty six points in in the third, the Heat, like they were getting good shots, like it was just Jimmy Butler getting fairly you know easy mid range shots, or he was kicking it out to, to 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 guys for threes, like the the Heat offense looks so much better than the Celtics offense, um, and yeah, I just. You know, I don't know this whole like random offense thing for the Celtics. I mean, it's like I 
when, when the Heat were locked in there, uh, you know, and I know I know Boston still got 116 points up, which is which is you know respectable, uh, and, and and they were they mm. were still sort of in it towards the end. Like the Heat actually didn't it didn't look like they were overwhelmed by this Celtics offense, which is what's supposed to be this amazing you know thing. You know, this is I don't know if, if that's Joe Mazzulla's idea of what makes this team so good is this amazing offense that you can't read and that you can't figure out. The Heat kind of had them rattled. I mean, Jason Tatum with those two yeah. traveling turnovers, uh, you know, it didn't look like they could get a good, reliable shot at the end of the day. Um, and and it, it was, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't get the rotations. Like, there, there's there's a lot that I, I don't like about what Joe Mazzula is doing. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, you're talking about those turnovers. Yeah. Uh, those tur- those turnovers are one issue, but those are the only times that uh, Jason Tatum even got the ball exactly. down the stretch that, in the fourth that, that's, quarter. That's there the were- thing, and you saw it in the last series. It's like this this whole th- random, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, the other team maybe doesn't know what you're doing, but neither do fucking you. Like, I, I, I haven't liked yeah. the way that they've closed these games at all. Like, like, not at all. And the Heat are just too good to to go into it blind. Like, oh, we'll figure it out. It's like, no, yeah. you are not. You You haven't been figuring it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's been again, it's been up and down all season for for him, and I think that it like you know hopefully I, I mean it was obviously kind of thrown together in haste, and they didn't really uh, you know know what to do. I don't think they wanted to bring in a, a total new culture. Like I think he's pretty much just trying to run what uh, Ime yeah. did, uh, and then just put his own little spin on it, which has just kind of been bad, if we're being yeah. honest. Uh, the, the, the bad version of Ime, <laughs> which, I mean, I think is just Ime off the court. Um, but, I mean, Nazi boy, uh, this oh, is it. Like, at the end of the day, like the, you got to find ways to get the ball into your superstar's hands, especially when he's having a pretty great yep. game, you know, shooting over 50% from the field, 30 points in the night. Like, Jason Tatum can win you those games, especially when it's, uh, you know, you're within striking distance, you need a bucket. I just don't know why you're you're running these weird you know pick and rolls with uh, you know Malcolm Brogdon and Jalen Brown like just find a way to get the ball into Jason Tatum's hands no matter what and you were like you were they were using him as like a screener mm-hmm. and then just to like set up plays like uh, I I I don't think that you're being big brain about this anymore I think that at this point you need to just play hero ball a little bit at times like uh, it's not great to you're not going to win the championship by doing that to, you know every possession. But down the stretch, three minutes left of a close game, maybe you give it to the guy who's all NBA. Maybe you give it to the guy who's the, the MVP candidate. I don't know. That, that's just my opinion, though. Uh, but, I mean, overall, like, this was a uh, this was a game where you don't really get a lot from the, the Celtics, but you get everything from the yeah. Heat. And now the momentum's totally flipped. And, you know, I, I still have, the, like, a lot of faith, and I still think the Celtics are the better overall team. Because, uh, again, you look at this heat roster it's not like a good like it's not like an amazing team like nothing really jumps out at you it's just they are so but on Matt, fire right now like they I, I agree but who would you which bench would you rather have i would i would probably still take the really? celtics it's but i i mean i i don't like cody zeller or duncan robinson or selling that one for me i mean caleb martin is playing probably just as good as uh anyone on the bench for the the celtics i mean malcolm brogdon obviously the sixth man of the year i mean but like Derek white uh, you know, he actually had a good game, but this was probably the least amount he's been played in this series, yes, which is are yeah. in the series in this playoff, which is weird. Uh, you know, since he was such a huge part of their their team all year long, especially yeah. last year in the postseason. Uh, yeah, I'm. I don't know. There's a lot of uh, I, like weird things you could do, but even then, Jordan. I mean, it's not even about comparing the benches to each other talent wise. It's Really, in this one, it was compare the bench that was played. Because yeah. like you said, Grant Williams should be getting played probably a couple minutes here and there. Uh, you could even put Sam Hauser out there, I think, just for the length and the yeah, shooting. I think you could probably get something out there. Like, you don't need yeah, another oh yeah, fucking point guard. Like, you have, you've got three mm-hmm. point guards now or combo guards. I, I really don't get the Pritchard thing at all. No. And, and, uh, and the biggest one here to get yeah, same thing that, uh, you know, guy who I thought, you know, why not, you know, get in there, add the, add that beef. I was saying Mike Muscala, you had a, yeah, you, you got, got him. him at the deadline. Why not use him again? More scoring. Just do something like if you're going to fight against this heat team, that's starting to rack up points over and over and over in a yeah. run, maybe give, get some fresh blood in there, throw them off, do something like, I mean, like I said, I, I said this before, you know, I, I mean, you were being a little more, uh, bashful about it, but I'm saying it right here. I could coach this Celtics <laughs> team. I could make this work. Their plays might be basic. Everything might be uh, a little bit high schoolish. But, man, I, we could get these guys. I think we could whip them into shape, the, the big dog ball talk uh, <laughs> coaching staff. I don't know. The coaching tree would be legendary. Oh, uh, but but realistically, again, like 
Cody Zeller, Kyle Lowry, and Caleb Martin should not be cooking you off the bench. That's just the facts. Uh, I mean, uh, Jimmy Butler is going to do what he has to do. Uh, but but otherwise, like, it just wasn't, like, there wasn't good offense. And even so, on the defensive end, the Celtics just didn't look the part anymore. Like, well, that one of their best things is their two-way play. And I didn't think that their defense was up to snuff at all in this game. No, you give up 123 to the Heat? Not, like, not at all. Like, the the... Yeah, the, the literally the lowest scoring team in the NBA going into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just it, it's crazy. Like I, the the Celtics are. I, I don't know what it is. Like if if, if you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself here. But if they if they don't make the finals, like if the Heat beat them, I think you got to really look at doing something a little bit more drastic here. Like I, I, I it's it's only game one. I don't want to overreact. I, I fully expect the Celtics mm-hmm. to come out and fucking blow the doors off the heat because that's what they do when they have a bad game. They have to now. They, just, they have yeah, to. Well, yeah, they can't go down 0-2. Um, but like uh, and again, they could go and win the title and it all could not matter. But something about this team when they don't, like they're just so inconsistent. It's very weird. Going back to all through last playoffs, that's why I have a hard time like picking them. I, I just... I don't like how fucking guard heavy and then big man light they are. Like, again, they're just like, like, like we're talking about. I mean, Al Horford is so old. This s- seven points and six rebounds. How old is he? <laughs> he played with Josh Smith. Um, But like he, he mm. like highway robbery. There's no, th- this, this shouldn't be, we, we shouldn't expect more than this necessarily from Al Horford. He he does better. He, he yeah. and, and he has great games and he, he was a reason why you know, Embiid struggled. Like he, he's amazing. Al Horford's one of the most important players on this team, but like depending on him, uh, you know, uh, yeah, if you're not going to play Grant Williams, it's just him and, and Rob Williams. Sometimes he doesn't really play all that much. So he's sort of basically off the court and it's like, yeah, you can't just have one big against this team. Um, and, 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 and that hurts you defensively as well. Like it's, it's just, yeah. um, there's, there's just this weird inconsistency with the Celtics where, yeah, they just, they, they, their offense falls apart and then simultaneously their defense falls apart and it's, um, you know, the, the, the heat are the team, the, the perfect team that takes advantage of teams like that, that don't, that aren't together with it all the time and aren't playing up and, and, and sort of meeting the intensity that they need to be at, uh, you know, at all times, any, any sign of weakness, the heat are going to go right at it. Um, and it, they, they seem to be Boston's kind of kryptonite a little bit, like going back to last year, yeah. that, that, that series should not have been that close really. Like if you look at the talent and, and how, you know, injured the heat were, um, you know, from their top guys on down, um, but they almost had them, you know, the, 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 the one Jimmy shot away and, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, th- this is this, but, but still though, like the Celtics are an incredible team and, and even down the stretch of that game, just watching the, the high level sort of chess match that was going on was just incredible. Like mm-hmm. the, I'm mm-hmm. this series after game one, I'm, I'm fucking loving, it. I mean, fucking uh, Reggie Miller was like having an orgasm on, on, on the screen. He was fucking loving yeah, the game. Yeah. Kevin Harlan, you know, with his chuckle, mm-hmm. like we're all, we're all loving this. And, and yeah, this, this is going to be an amazing Stan Van Gundy over Jeff Van Gundy <laughs> yeah. any day. I uh, made that you know claim what? before. I actually think you're right. I think that's a good call. Definitely don't need to hear Mark Jackson. Please, uh, God. He needs to get a coaching gig <laughs> just to get this fucking guy out of here. Oh my God. Yeah, but- I did like, I did like, did not to go back to the other game. <laughs> I did like their review of the uh, D'Lo flagrant foul and they just shit yeah, on yeah. Uh, the NBA. <laughs> Jeff, what does the game come to? Where, what are we doing here? Uh, that was great. I, I love that. That's probably the only time I was like, you know what? I can get behind you, man. But other than that, usually you're a winner. I know. I know. I mean, but yeah, as long as we've got a Van Gundy on the call, it'll be fun. So, you know, they, they've mm-hmm. got it worked mm-hmm. out. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, Again, as much as I'm shooting on the Celtics, they they still, you know, they were in this game and in Miami, I don't think you're going to count on to score 123 every night. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so we'll see how the rest of the series plays out. But my God, yeah, it's high level, fucking awesome basketball. But again, that's why it's like, you know, if it's going to be close, if you're going to be splitting hairs, I'm going with Eric Spolstra, who's been through a million battles rather than yep. Joe Mazzullo, who still is trying to figure this stuff out. So this is going to be interesting. He's got his pull-ups on, I think yeah. it's going to be, you know, like we said, it's going to go long. Um, hoping for a game seven in this one because my God, but mm-hmm. also we didn't even talk about it. I mean, and then I'll hand it over to you. I mean, there's not much to say, but you know, J- Jimmy freaking but- Butler, man. I mean, uh, yeah, this is one of the craziest playoff runs I've ever seen. Or I, I think that's the thing. I think we're just kind of growing uh, a little bit numb to it. The, just unbelievable. He just is, like just doing this when he turns it. He, like, I think this is kind of what we always thought LeBron could do. Uh, yes, you know, if he really LeBron wanted has, to, it's yeah. just, 
be a uh, be an eight seed, just take it easy all uh, season long, not really give a shit. Yeah. And then uh, once you need to turn it on, you put the Superman cape on, and you just kind of uh, go to town. And I mean, yeah, I, I, it's crazy that he's just continually gotten better over his right. career. Like, there's been no, I don't know if he's had a down year. I think every year he's been yeah. better, uh, which is scary. So I mean, with no signs of slowing down, I mean the you know the the heat. Maybe they finally also get to pair this guy up with another like a bonafide star or something. Like I don't know, maybe that would uh, maybe that would be bad. Uh, you know, a little too much of a good thing. I don't know, but I I, I would be shocked if in the off season that uh, that they don't at least get a good meeting with a, a big star because there's going to be guys yeah. right now that are going to be free agents. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> yep, maybe. Dame time. Uh, uh, Jordan, yeah, Jordan flashing the Dame time there. But yeah, it, 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 not tea time. Not tea uh, time, but tea time would a, be even better. He would be good. He would do well in Miami. Really <laughs> well. Uh, the, uh, but yeah, it, it's. The, the, I, I think it's pretty much uh, it, it's already written that they're going to sign somebody. They're going to make some kind of a big splash because there, there's no way all these guys on, the, on their couches right now watching these games aren't going, holy shit, I, I would love to play with this guy. Yeah, and, and to play with Bam. I mean, if you, you like... Yeah, Butler yeah. and Bam. Who'd be a perfect third option if you have two bona fide scores? Just to have him go out there and play defense and rebound. Don't worry about him, yeah. uh, you know, ever scoring the rock. Just facilitate. Yeah. He's uh, like like Bam is an underrated player in his own right. You know, he, but he's never going to be like a number one guy. No, probably overplaying at a two. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, we'll see how far the Heat go this year. But yeah, Bam as your exactly as your third sort of guy is just is perfect because he he's I mean. When they got to the finals in the bubble, he was like their second guy, their second most important yep. guy, at least. Like, you know, he wasn't always scoring like that. But but yeah, if he could s- sort of solidly be sort of your third option, a third sort of guy to run your defense through, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, there, there's there's Dame. I've always looked at potentially, you know, if, if you want to keep Kyle for a few more years, if you can go, it, it'd be expensive. And I don't know if, and because of that, I don't know if you could do it. But if you could get Bradley Beal in there, a Florida a guy with Florida mm. connections... Um, you know, that, that someone like that, like a, a guard, but, but like you're looking at Jimmy, like maybe, maybe you rescue, uh, Kyle and, uh, Jimmy's friend Debo oh, and you get honestly, the vibes at an all time high and they would just <laughs> destroy I everybody. I fucking love that. I mean, not a lot of shooting on that team, but you know what? Who cares? I don't it's give right. a fuck. Old school. Um, but, uh, yeah. And I mean, <laughs> Kyle Lowry, another fucking, like, I'm just, oh man. Especially, like, doesn't it make you sad, Matt, watching the press conferences after when he's joking around? It's like, we used to actually yeah. have this guy on our team. Like, I swear I took him for granted. And It's like, and, yeah, your, your, ex is, uh, your ex is living their best life. Matt, and you're cry. just sitting there like, yeah, you sit, yeah you're, you're just depressed and lonely in your it's own just, room. It's, it's he's brutal. Just, he's the best. He's flaunting. We need, well, I, 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 you know, whenever he signs. You should text him. He, yeah, I should text him. But, you know, whenever, whenever he signs his 10-day to come back and retire as a Raptor, which I think he said he's wanted to do, um, you know, we, we got to be at be at his last game. I'm going to be there for the fucking uh, statue unveiling, man. I love Kyle Lowry so much. But last shout-out, though, for the Heat. I mean, these other guys. I know Kevin Love's stat line doesn't jump out at you, but Kevin Love is playing his ass off, and he's playing like, like talking about the, mm-hmm. the Lakers don't have the this sort of guys that have been through the battles kevin love he might need a walker by the end oh of the yeah he's, he's 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 rough and you know he's but <laughs> still two for three from three three for four overall only played 16 minutes but he had his one of his patented fucking uh uh baseball fucking the passes full court, all the way to max pass, puts, puts the spin just, on it he's just you need those type of guys even even if they are going to play yeah. those, those less than 20 minutes um so and, and then vincent and Struess, these these this this pair of fucking I think they're both undrafted, if I'm not uh, yep, you know, mistaken. Undrafted. But uh, mm-hmm. each of them, three for five from three, just all the confidence in the world, man. This, some, this Miami team is just absolutely fucking crazy. I want them to keep playing mm-hmm. as long as possible. Uh, they're just they're they're the best. Yeah, the vi- the vibes are off the charts here in Miami. Uh, it's it's tough for the Celtics to to battle yep. back, but uh, you know we're, we're not going to count them out quite no. yet. Game two tonight. If you're listening to this on Friday, if you're listening to this, uh, you already know what happened. The Celtics win uh, 120 to 106. Huge bounce okay. back game. Jason, uh, Jason Tatum drops 45 Whoa. and 45 and All 12. Right. That's my prediction. Uh, but to move on here, guys, before we actually wrap up the podcast. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, jackpot. Winner, 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 winner. Winner, gagnon. There we go. It's be a draft lottery. We're going to recap it. The, the Wembenyama lottery, the Wembenyama sweepstakes, whatever you want to call uh-huh. it, finally going into the hands 
of the San Antonio Spurs. Man, they never got any draft luck in their yep. life. Uh, but once again, the the Spurs, I think this was written too. I, like, I, I pretty much, like I've known in my mind that the, uh, the Spurs were going to get this. Uh, Me this too. Pick, the, the whole season. Like I, I just, it feels yeah. right. Of all the teams that were contending for this, the Spurs yeah. deserved it. They, they've tanked correctly. They weren't, you know, they weren't uh, pretending like they yeah. weren't. Uh, <laughs> yes. They've been, they, they've been just wanting to be yeah. bad. They've uh, kept, they've kept the same organization. You know, they, they've done what they could, but I mean, at the end of the day, their team sucked. They knew that this is not, uh, there's no point in even trying. You might as well just try and get your, your top yeah. pick. They got it. And for the third time, they're going to be drafting a potential generational, uh-huh. uh, you know, big man. And if Greg Popovich knows what to do, uh, you know, the, the, the Wembenyama might have a, a great, great stay here. Like he is, like, and he's he's European, which is perfect. Like he's literally like the like if you went into the, like a, a lab in San Antonio, which they probably do yep. have. That's where Wembenyama came yeah. from. That's who made him. Uh, they took Tony Parker's Frenchness. Uh, <laughs> they took to, to, they took Tim Duncan's athleticism. Maybe Manu's jump shot. I don't yeah. know. They they created this little monster mm-hmm. out there. Uh, but the Spurs winning Jordan. I mean, this is huge. I think for the NBA, the NBA is always better with the Spurs. Uh, you know, doing well. I mean, yeah. in our lifetime, the Spurs have always been amazing. Yeah. Uh, so it's been odd to see them, you know, tanking and doing so poorly uh, in recent years. But I mean, uh, it, it's going to be crazy to see Wembenyama donning the, the the black and silver and uh, you know calling San Antonio home and uh, potentially turning this franchise around. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I- I'm just so happy it wasn't Charlotte because if he goes to Charlotte, he'll be arrested yeah, in two months. Uh, you know, he'll be, he'll, mm-hmm. he won't actually set foot on the court. Um, Doing French rap. Yeah. yeah. With, fuck what? <laughs> with, with fucking Nick Batum. Uh, you know, they'll sign yeah. him again. Um, Why the fuck Batum in? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, Detroit would have been fun too. You know, of the three teams, uh, um, uh, obviously, I didn't want Houston uh, for obvious reasons. Neither did he. Apparently, mm-hmm. I did not want the Hornets, yeah, was- uh, which I think were the the fifth spot out. And yeah, I did not want. Uh, um, sorry, I would have been okay with Detroit uh, going through it, but yeah, San Antonio uh, I think was the best option because he, you you could see it even on his face. You know, it was just the best sort of outcome. The the way that yeah that team uh you know I I haven't I don't know this for a fact but I'm sure you know they're embraced in France like he said you know with Tony Parker playing oh, there yeah, yeah. Boris Diaw yep. playing there just the international sort of pickups that the Spurs have gotten all through that their their run you know like uh, they've just been mm-hmm. they've been very uh, uh 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 organization that scouts in Europe and and through South South America I mean you know, you're talking about Manu and freaking Thiago Splitter and you know all they've just got yep. all these guys through there. Um, that they're, they're sort of the the international organization of the NBA. Um, and so, yeah, yep. he, it's the perfect place to go. I'm glad Pop's still coaching. I thought maybe he was going to hang it up one of these years. It was going to be too much for him. But now, I thought so but too, now yeah. he gets to, you know, tr- you know, Victor Wominyama is not only going to this this great organization, but this coach was one of the greatest coaches of all time. Like the 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 script writers, uh, they, they got it right with this one. And it's, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be fun. And, and they're going to be, you know, must watch TV again, right away even if they you know don't do anything this offseason you know just 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 roll them out with with the, the team that they have um and and yeah we'll we'll see i mean that not we we weren't watching basketball when the lebron hype started but like this is the most hyped prospect since then uh you know by mm-hmm. far you could even say maybe he exceeds the lebron hype i, I don't know about that though i think it's just uh i don't think so i'd say media. it's comparable to zion but he's more than zion like he he's i i you think so i think so yeah with the I way feel like that more the people knew who Zion was. I think I think Wembenyama is the most hyped basketball for people yeah. who actually watch the NBA. He's 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 very well known. But like if you're talking like that's why like he's definitely not even close to LeBron. Everybody knew who LeBron James yeah. was, and that was before that's social the thing. media. You don't know everybody. Yeah, social media. I, more, I think more people knew more people knew who Zion was coming into the uh, the NBA draft than they know who Wembenyama yeah. is. But that, I mean that's also a European versus North American True. thing. But uh, I mean if you're a basketball pundit, then I'm sure that yeah the Wembenyama hype is definitely probably exceeding that of Zion's but I, I I think the whole LeBron argument is is, is much yeah yeah but like you know it, it, assuming he can actually play unlike Zion if you can get out on the court like this is uh this is gonna be something to watch because you know that you've got Woj saying he's the greatest prospect in team sports history you've got all these like respected scouts saying you know he he's gonna get them into the playoffs this year and all this stuff and it's like you know I'm <laughs> I don't know what the hell's gonna happen a lot of that seems yeah. a bit much but I'm I'm yeah. really excited to to fucking find out, man. It's it's gonna be fun. Uh, and yeah, Spurs yeah. are the perfect perfect organization. Um, and do they deserve it? I don't know, but they've been bad long yes. enough. You know, their last title <laughs> yeah. wasn't. You know, it was 
coming up on 10 years ago now it's not like you know they they Fuck, they snuck into this somehow they 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 had the highest odds it went to them um and uh yeah let, let's get her going i'm really excited to to to, to see this alien man yep yeah, and uh, obviously, you know, there there, were, there wasn't a ton of movement in this one. Uh, the Detroit Pistons, the only oh, team that really kind of uh, poor, poor that guys. sucks. That really sucks. Falling to fifth, uh, you know, you've, you've got some good building blocks. I mean, to be fair, they wouldn't have finished quite as bad if Cade was uh, able to stay healthy yep. all year. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. Top five is not a bad pick. Maybe they can make something happen yeah. here. Uh, and then obviously the Portland Trailblazers get in that number three spot. I don't know. We'll see. Like uh, all signs, like you know, it's kind of interesting. You know, Scooter Henderson uh, is looked at as the uh, possibly the the number two uh, overall pick here, but I doubt the the Hornets would pair him with Lamelo. So you know, you're kind of looking at three. Could you pair him with Dame? I don't know, but maybe you want to get Dame out of there. He he said on Twitter, fans want him gone from Portland to start a start petition. petition. Uh, I said it's. It's a it's a loophole, Dame. He's finding a loophole in the grind. He's like, if everyone else wants me to leave, then I'll leave for the city because I love the grind so much. But I won't request a trade. Everyone's requesting a trade on my behalf. Uh, so we'll we'll see. Uh, you know, the Raptors are 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 Rabbies. Uh, they've been linked to the the Trailblazers, possibly making a move with uh, Pascal or OG on the table. I don't know. Uh, that would be fucking sick if they could get uh, Scoot Henderson, but we'll we'll, we'll see. There's going to be a lot of uh, play around these uh, picks, and in the offseason, I'm sure we'll have a, a couple uh, podcasts uh, previewing the draft, previewing our uh, our, our, our free our off season. I almost said free season. No, free season would be cool. Uh, and off season <laughs> pickups and everything. Uh, yeah. But we want you guys to know when we're going to be dropping all these uh, bangers at Big Dog Ball Talk. Follow us at Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook even, at Big Dog Ball Talk, uh, TikTok, if I didn't say that already. Yep. Uh, and maybe one day we'll get on YouTube. I don't know. Things, but things are busy in life, guys. Yeah, yeah. But uh, if you want to help us grow, you want to get us out of there on YouTube consistently, you know, hit that download button, recommend us to friends, family, whoever, anybody you know that's into the to the, the NBA basketball war. Just, you know, here two guys, shoot the shit. Yep. Uh, let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, if there's anything else you want us to cover, you know, we, we were always open. We've got mm-hmm, open ears, mm-hmm. eyes wide yeah. open. Uh, but uh, this Wait, is Big Dog Ball Talk. We are going to be back. Our schedule mm. thing. You got yep, it? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we got it. Uh, Tuesday, we'll be dropping. In we honor usually, of usually we're Monday, Friday. Day, man. We need to, mm-hmm, know, yep. Queen Victoria. The last one. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the the last one ever. You know that? What the queen was Elizabeth, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit. Fuck the monarchy. Fuck the patriarchy. Hey, man. Fuck them all. Uh, God save the king. This has been man. Big Dog Ball Talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That should be your saying. Uh, Everyone, pretend you didn't hear that. Uh, this has been Big Dog Ball Talk. We'll be back Tuesday. This has been Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, and that's my good friend Jordan. Always says. Yeah, God Save the King's a good one, but I know I'm going to save it. Look, I, I had this one prepared. Uh, age is just a mm-hmm. number, Matt, because we got LeBron out there. We, we, we talked about we got to talk about Al Horford. You see Martha Stewart, dude? 81-year-old Martha, mm. Martha Stewart? Do you know what I'm talking Wait, about? Wait, hold on. Mar- was it Martha Stewart? Yeah. On the cover of 100%? Sports Illustrated? That was, she's 81. Yes. Dang. Um, and, you know, Stephen A. Dang. Stephen A. has an amazing uh, <laughs> yeah. little, little rant about it. I won't. Uh, I won't. You know, go go look that one up. But uh, yeah, everyone also has had their a good taste one about. Be- yeah, beauty in the eye of the beholder, <laughs> yes. as he yes. says. Um, his 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 uncle loves uh, any woman who can help him get money. <laughs> That's what Stephen A. is all about: getting money, getting bitches. He's just a number man. <laughs>